Hello, you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We worship on Sundays at 10 a.m., and you can watch us live either on Facebook or YouTube. And if you're in the area, there's always a seat saved for you. We hope that this message encourages you to continue growing in humility and faith. Thanks for listening. Comes from the Gospel according to John, and it is perhaps one of my favorite lessons. Uh, so hear these words from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. The Word was first, the Word present to God, God present to the Word. The Word was God, in readiness for God from day one. Everything was created through Him. Nothing, not one thing, came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was the light to live by. The light, the life, the life light blazed out of the darkness, and the darkness could not put it out. There once was a man, his name was John, sent by God to point out the way to the life light. He came to show everyone where to look, who to believe in. John himself, though, was not the light. He was there to show the way to the light. The life light was the real thing. Every person entering life he brings into light. He was in the world. The world was there through him, and yet the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they did not want him. But whoever did want him, those who believed in him and would do as he say, he made to be their true selves, their child of God's selves. These are begotten of God, not of blood, not of flesh, not of human decision. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. This evening, we have heard the unfolding story of promise of life and hope that we celebrate this Christmas. We hear the words of the prophet Isaiah, who long ago proclaimed that there would be a new way forward, a way in which peace would come into the world. We heard the words of the angel who spoke to Mary, Mary who certainly knew the significant role she played in the narrative of God's unfolding salvation. And we hear the tale of Mary and Joseph, Poor Mary and Joseph who traveled to Bethlehem. And we hear of the angels who also appeared to the shepherds, the shepherds who were on the outside, on the margins of society. We hear the angels, what they have to say to them in their songs of praise. And lastly, we hear this evening words from the gospel according to John, who reminds us that we gather this evening to celebrate the light the holy, the life-giving light that has entered into our world this Christmas Eve. The Christmas story is one that is ever so relevant 
to our world today. It is ever so relevant. Because certainly there are King Herods, there are Pontius Pilots, there are governments and principalities who try to seize every ounce of power they may get their hands on at the cost of human dignity and human lives. There are those who are on the margins, the outskirts of our cities, of our towns, like the shepherds. And the shepherds, those who were poor, were the ones who got to hear the good news first. It wasn't the rich, it wasn't the powerful, it wasn't the learned, but the poor. And there are those who are like Mary. Mary, who doesn't have many words in this story, but she has a story to tell, like so many women who find themselves in places like hers. They have stories to tell, but unlike Mary, who we trust with our full hearts and our minds, we look at these other stories with leery eyes that are filled with distrust. How Christmas is so relevant to our world today. But overcoming all these hurdles, overcoming all these trials, we find that hope forcefully pushes its way into our midst. It reminds us of something. It reminds us that the old way of doing things has to be turned upside down on its head. Because no longer are the old ways viable. If hope, if love, if peace and joy are to prevail, then things have to change. The old order must fade away. And that is why God had sent and continues to send people to proclaim the life light that came in the form of a little child who from birth was the very representation of this up, upside-down world, this new world order in which we find that peace and love and hope and joy prevail. We certainly could use a little more light in our world this Christmas season. We could use a little more light in our world around us, because if we look for a moment, we'll see why. Because certainly there are children who aren't able to spend time with their families this year, either having been moved by force or by other circumstances. There are those who are homeless, those who are vulnerable, those who have no means of protection. And there are a countless number of other people, including ourselves, who wrestle with a myriad of ailments that range from small to big. And even if they are small, they still may be big to us. We could certainly use a little light in our world this Christmas season. But that is why we should remember that light has come into our world. As the psalmist, as the prophet says, at dawn, joy cometh in the morning. The word, the infant, the Christ child has moved into our neighborhood, bringing the life light that has been imbued inside each and every one of us. So this season, how will you be the light, the life light that we celebrate this Christmas season? How will you go out and be the light that helps others when they are feeling down? How will you be the light that casts its rays on the shadows that we have long ignored? How will you be the light that keeps on giving hope 
a hope that tomorrow will be better than the last. May we carry that light, that Christmas light with us this evening and wherever we go. And may we be reminded that even when darkness seems to be around us and as we think it spreads, that we have the ability, the power, the responsibility to channel the light that we find this Christmas season. Because the light that Christ brought into the world this Christmas Eve relies on each and every one of us. It relies on each and every one of us and our willingness to be co-laborers in this most holy work. Because that is where the good news of the Christmas story is found. The good news of the Christmas story is that Christ didn't come for the well-off, the well-to-do, those who have everything. Christ came into the world for the have-nots. Those who have been long neglected, long ignored. Those who have been forgotten and pushed into corners so far away that we can't even find them. But that is what we do this Christmas. To remember that we carry the light, to cast the light on all those places. Because as we remember to carry this light, we will build communities that are founded on love. We will build communities that are founded on this life light that we celebrate this Christmas season that is forever ingrained on our hearts. And isn't that good news that we have such a life light already within us? Because that means when moments of darkness seem to overwhelm us, we are able to look around us and find something to give us strength and give us courage and power. For some, that means all we have to do, perhaps, is to look around and be reminded of what that life like already looks like. It could be the smile that you give to a friend or a relative or someone you don't know. It could be something that you find just walking around a picturesque scene. Or perhaps you might find this lifelight in witnessing moments of random acts of kindness that continue to inspire us to carry the Christmas hope, peace, love, and joy throughout the year. And that is the challenge we find that we must carry on this season. That it's not just on Christmas Eve, but every day in which we remember the gift of light that came into the world was for all people, and that we have a responsibility to share it with all those whom we meet. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.